श्री गुरु वैष्णव गुरु परंपरा की जय गोद भक्त वृंद की जय गोद प्रेम आनंदे गुड इवनिंग एवरीवन वेलकम वेरजातु कृष्ण in the kitchen okay now oh, there he is okay so we have been discussing the auspicious invocation the mangala charan to uh shri krishna das kabiraj kusami shri chaitanya charitamrita and we departed from that slightly this morning with a discussion um concerning the nature of nam and mantradiksha and so forth and as it turns out we would go and depart a little from our uh format as well this evening and rather than discuss the what would be the fourth verse of the mangal charan in which the specifics of the samdo that we heard about in the the second sloka hmm? chitro samdo tumonudo hmm? the uh, awe-inspiring chamatkar wondrous uh, dispensation of gor anitinanda hmm? samdo tumonudo was asked in our discussion what exactly is that and as i mentioned it would come up as we proceed so i held off from answering it in any detail and it comes in in detail of course in the fourth verse which is the ashirvad shloka we've heard two namaskar verses in from the mangal charan the first and second verse the second of which first of which was general the second which was specific and identified the deities presiding over the text gor and tenanda the third verse as we heard uh, yesterday yesterday evening is uh, as we learned the vastinidesh shloka is a verse of tatva so it's uh, more about the canvas on which the art of krishna lila is drawn than the than the uh, the art itself a little dry but important <laughs> uh, interesting for the philosophical mind and uh, and important because uh, real bhajan is performed on the platform of advaigan tatva hmm? non dual consciousness and we learn about the nature of ultimate reality being such hmm? that verse of krishna das's bastana desh verse of his chaitanya charitamrita being a combination of two very significant verses of the bhagavat hmm? vadantita tatvidas tatvam yad gyanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti sabjate and this as we learned the entire bhagavat and paramatma sandarbha are are an elaboration upon this verse and combined with that verse we learned that krishna das uh, added a, a line from another verse hmm? famous for line of course krishna's two bhagavan swayam it's only four words but it says a lot there's the password the devastunade shloka or the password really for unlocking the tatva of the bhagavatam so he put these two verses together in his own verse and uh, he added one thing to it uh, these two verses combined tell us 
that the nature of the absolute truth is non-dual consciousness and it's known variously. That means by different transcendental ego-effacing paths as Brahman, Paramatma, and Bhagawan. Hmm? Sri Krishna is that Swayam Bhagawan and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is the addition, is that same person. Hmm? So this was his uh, Vastanadeh Shlok. Vastanadeh means like the, the essential... Um, uh, substance of the book. It's a it's a it's a tattva verse. You know these books are built on tattva and then the bhava arising out of that. Hmm? And so this is his tattva verse. It in it's in a condensed way says what the book is about, which is basically that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna and Krishna is Swami Bhagawan and other features of himself are known as Paramatma and Bhagawan by different paths and very different paths, the paths of Gyan, the path of Yoga, as we discussed. Hmm? And while all three of them are constituted, these faces of the Absolute of Sat, Chit, and Ananda, the combination hmm, is different in each. And so we'll find more emphasis on Sat in Brahman. Hmm? There, people love to exist, and they know. Hmm? Um, what it means to not exist. For all intents and purposes, to be possessed of having means desire to have, hmm? which involves taking because nothing is ours, constitutes, for all intents and purposes, not being. Hmm? When our sense of being is derived from our sense of what we have, <laughs> we, don't, we don't be. <laughs> we won't be for very long. Hmm? This is, of course, material existence. So, to know that, hmm? and then to stop taking, well, to stop taking, it's not exactly loving, but not taking is inside of loving. Loving is about giving. So, if you're giving, you're not taking. So, it's kind of a face of love, uh, half a face of love. Hmm? And when we stop taking, well, then we stop from being chased by the reactions of our taking. You take, then you owe. And so, such is the nature of material existence. And so there's a great relief that comes from not taking. And knowing that having is not being in any meaningful or enduring way. So there's a great relief, if you will, that comes from coming out from underneath the oppression of the mind and the senses. And this, and the not taking, is the measure, if you will, of the ananda in Brahman. So being is more prominent. Knowing is there. Loving is there, Ananda, but the being is more prominent. We go to Paramatma and Yoga Mark, hmm? Astanga Yoga. Omniscience is the goal. Hmm? Paramatma is omniscient. So they are the knowing uh, aspect of the Absolute is prominent. Being is also there. Some loving is there, and it's, there's more development because there's another. Hmm? In yoga, uh, there's another, there's an Ishwar, and it's not you. 
and uh, and to, to prone it on to the Ishwar that is useful in yoga hmm? to uh, show regard and so forth that's not service to show regard therefore the culmination of yoga mark each of these of course to enter Brahman to enter yoga samadhi requires a little bhakti but the, 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 the high end of yoga mark with little bhakti is Shantarasa in Vaikuntha hmm? the beatific vision no concern for the leela or the qualities of Bhagavan, but the form of Bhagavan. Hmm? So because there's another, the capacity for loving is enhanced in Paramatma realization, Yoga Samadhi, uh, in comparison to Brahman. Hmm? We heard these things. I'm just giving a review. So there, the, there's being, there's loving, but knowing is prominent. When we go to Bhagavan, then the loving is prominent, and the being and the knowing are reduced, and this is especially the case when we sort out among the different faces of Bhagwan. While there are three faces of the absolute Brahman, Paramatman, Bhagwan, Bhagwan has many faces. How many faces does he have? Hmm? Bhagwan tells us, Asankhya, countless faces. Hmm? Therefore, if our path is actually ego-effacing, if it's wise, hmm? And in the context of being wise, we pursue love, hmm? as is advocated in some other um, religious traditions at their heart. Hmm? Then, arguably, the experience that's being talked about by the saints is um, is um, an experience of one of the faces of the absolute. Jajatamam prapadyantetam as they approach, so I, I show a face to them. It can be Baraha, it could be Nishringa, it could be it could be Jesus, there could be archangels. Hmm? Such possibility lies hmm? uh, in the subjective realm, hmm? which requires some wisdom to arrive at. Hmm? So, relative to the approach, a face of Bhagwan will be shown. So, amongst the many faces of Bhagwan, I'm just giving it. It's possible. But there are many faces of Bhagavan is the point. And amongst them, to sort it out, as we did briefly, the face of Krishna is the most lovable face. Hmm? The playful, most playful form. He has nothing to do. Hmm? We speak of Krishna Leela. Hmm? Leela means play. Hmm? Krishna has karma and Leela, actually. Hmm? By the word karma here, I mean action. He has things that he does, and then he plays. Hmm? So the full measure of the term Leela is really only applicable to the Braj Leela, to Vrindavan, where he's only playing. As soon as he moves outside, he has something to do, some work to do. Karma means work, so some establishing the Dharma, hmm? giving the teachings, and so forth. Hmm? So the full face of Leela, this is Vrindavan. If there is only playing, and who only plays is all-powerful, because as we know, it takes power to play. You know, to have some bank account if you want to take a vacation. Hmm? So this is some of the reasoning of the Goswamis, how we arrive at objectively. Hmm? If we look at all the different faces of Bhagwan that um, have been presented to us in the religious the world of religious traditions, within Hinduism there are many, Sometimes the Christian world has a critique of Hinduism. Hmm? So many gods, 
It's kind of, I think it's a plus, <laughs> rather than a minus. So many faces of the Absolute. You only know one face. And maybe you think he doesn't have a face. Sometimes they think like that. But uh, uh, if you only know one face, there must be many faces of God. We ourselves have many faces. So I think rather as a plus, but amongst all the faces, within Hinduism, within Islam, um, Sufism, whatever, Catholicism, Christianism, it's object, some, with some objectivity, the Godias feel confident that, hmm, to make their case, this face of Bhagawan be the most playful hmm? and uh, uh, charming and lovable. In tattva, all these faces are one. Hmm? They are all Vishnu tattva, Swamsa, hmm? not Vibhinamsa, like ourselves, separated parts. Hmm? They're one with him. Hmm? But in terms of the measure to which they reciprocate in love, we have to, it's objective. Well, in this Krishna form, is um, exceeds that of others. So we go to the idea, Krishna's two, Bhagavan Swayam, and there, in relation to Krishna, Ananda of the three, Sat, Chit, and Ananda, takes such precedence hmm, that the existence and the knowing, hmm, the Sat and the Chit of Vrindavan, it, it's, it's, it's almost brought into question. What is the chit when Bhagawan himself has forgotten that he's Bhagawan? What kind of what kind of knowing is this? There's, a, there's an unknowing. Of course, and and then, and then the sat. What is the sat? The sat of Brahman is what can you say? Omnipresence. If you're everywhere, then how can you move, right? Because you're already everywhere. And Krishna's moving, not only moving, but dancing of the faces of Bhagwan. Krishna is the most active. Hmm? On the Hindu other end of the spectrum, the Gaudi other end of the spectrum, we have the Mahavishnu. He's mostly sleeping. Hmm? His dream is the material world. He had an exciting idea, let me become many. Oh, but it came a big problem. Oh, let us sleep on that. Something like that. So, mostly sleeping means what? Not much bhakti there. Not much sarup shakti. We go to the Vrindavan Leela. The sarup shakti is so manifest, so much manifest that Krishna can't even sleep at night. And when he does move, he's he's dancing. So active. So the activating force, really, which gives character to the absolute quality, form, is bhakti. Because there's no surup shakti manifest in Brahman, this form of the absolute is quiet, still, nirvishesh, qualityless, formless. So in Vrindavan Lila, this is the real idea of Lila, play, we, we find the most lovable mm, 
manifestation of divinity. Even the 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 Advaitins, the the real not the pseudo Advaitins or neo Advaitins of today, perhaps, but Shankar, for example, hmm? Madhusudan Saraswati, some centuries later, a contemporary of Mahabrabhu, hmm? who dealt with Rasa theory himself from an Advaitin perspective, they have concluded that of all faces of the Absolute, hmm? Krishna is the most compelling, most charming. He's the Purna Avatar. Hmm? You read Madhusudan Saras, what do you think? He, he, he's an, 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 a Maya body. He loves Krishna more than I do. Because <laughs> he, 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 he thinks that Krishna is a, is a, is a sattvic manifestation of Brahman, Saguna manifestation, and his leelas only pertain to a life of Jivan Mukta when he was reached Videha Mukti and enter Brahman, then that all disappears. This idea, that's problematic, of course, from the bhakti uh, perspective. It's a doctrine of knowledge, ultimately, rather than and rest, rather than one of love and play. Mm-hmm. Um, but, point is, there's some objectivity with which we, uh, which we bring to bear when we make our case for the perfect object of love, mm-hmm. Krishna. Mm-hmm. And there, as I say, the love, the anandam, is so prominent hmm, that the existence looks very, very small, just a tiny little village. Hmm. It's not accommodating in a spatial sense, like Brahman, with that conjures up, but accommodating in an affectionate sense. Hmm. The more there's affection, the more the space is accommodating, no matter how, no matter how small it is. Hmm. And what is the need for knowing Hmm? when you're with the one you love. Hmm? You don't need to know anything else. So knowing, therefore, they're not teaching the Upanishads there. They appear to be unknowing. Hmm? Village girls and boys, unknowing. Hmm? Of course, if they come here, we find that the ground there is actually full of knowledge. When the Goswamis come here, the nana, shastra, vichara, naikundipuno, the measure of their knowledge is uh, is um, extraordinary. Hmm? I mean, they wrote the veritable bhakti shastras. You find that Narada is chastising Vyas for not emphasizing bhakti very clearly in at least one text. Hmm? And so he penned the Bhagavatam, Samadina Nusmara He said, Sid in Samadhi, you're very qualified. Hmm? And what do you come from that? What comes from that? The language, the Samadhi Bhasha. Hmm? Hmm. That will be the final, your final work. You'll be satisfied by writing that. Hmm? This is Bhagavat. Right? Hmm. Bhagavat is not about Bhagwan. Hmm. Vishnu Purana is about Bhagwan. He wrote about Bhagwan. Padma Purana. He wrote about Bhagawan. Still, he was not satisfied. Why? Hmm? Bhagwat is not about Bhagawan. Bhagwat is about bhakti. And if you talk about bhakti, well, you also have to talk about Bhagawan. Hmm? Bhagwat is different. Nigama kalpataro galitam phalam shukumakadam matadrabasambitam. You know the sloka hmm? from the introductory verses of Bhagavad. 
Take the ripened fruit of the tree of the Vedic knowledge. What is the nature of this fruit? This phalam is galitam. Galitam means it, it must be ripe because it's fallen. You don't have to climb the branch and grab it with any risk to yourself. It's already fallen to the ground. Hmm? Bhakti means very, very generous. Such is her power. Independent as she is. She seeks no qualification. She requires no qualification. Hmm? She generates the very qualification hmm, to embrace her. Faith. She generates faith in herself and then we become qualified to tread the path. Faith is required to do anything. Any path requires faith. To tread the yoga mark, the karma mark, the gyan mark, you need faith. Hmm? Some kind of faith. Hmm? Sattvic faith, rajasic faith, tamasic faith, mentioned in the Gita and Bhagavad, transcendental faith. Hmm? Bhakti creates this faith. She generates this faith herself. And then we become qualified to tread her path. The difference between these other paths and bhakti, they all require faith too, but they require something else as well. Hmm? To tread the karma mark, you need some means. To tread the gyan mark, you need a clean heart. To tread the yoga mark, you've got to be athletic. <laughs> uh, something, other qualifications. Bhakti mark, hmm? only faith. And she generates the faith herself. Hmm? Very generous. She can go anywhere. Hmm? And qualify that person. Bikriditam Vrajibudubiridam Javishnu Shadhan Bitanu Shanayad Atamarnayadya Bhaktim Param Padilabdhyakamam You know this? From Raslila, Ras Panchajayati, and when Tugadev is asked by the Raj Parikshit, how is it that the prince of Dharma can be engaging in what appears to be a Dharmic? Hmm? dancing with others wives and so forth rendezvousing with them in the forest in the night hmm? Sukadeva tells him one thing you should understand he said Krishna is the husband of the gopis husbands hmm? so tattva he takes the tattva that underlies the bhava hmm? the tattva is sakiya the bhava is parakiya hmm? the tattva is everything belongs to Krishna Everyone is the wife of Krishna, the subordinate of Krishna, the das of Krishna. Jivera Sarupoy, Krishna Nityadas. The parakiya, that is an illusion. The leela, that is an imagination of Krishna. But it's real. The parakiya is Sangsidi Haritoshanam. The measure of Dharma is what? The extent to which it pleases Krishna. Hmm? This is very pleasing to Krishna. It is most dharmic, most real. Hmm? Hmm. So bhakti, very powerful, very completely independent, very generous, and, and, and extends the fruit in Bhagavat of herself, bhakti rasa. Hmm? by falling from the tree, making very easily approachable. Hmm? And we are advised to eat the fruit. No, to drink the fruit. Right? And 
then there may be, there will be consequences. We are warned. You will pass out. Hmm? There will be the swoon. Hmm? Anastasatvika vikar, transformations. Hmm? This is bhakti proper. Now we do bhakti in practice. Hmm? Imitation of a good thing is a good thing, they say. Hmm? So we go through the motions. This is sadhana bhakti. Krishna said, Krishna, Nitya said, Krishna prem sadhika bonoi. Shavanadi suddha chitte kore This is sadhana bhakti. Hmm? With the senses, we do hearing and chanting. Hmm? Hmm. The heart becomes cleansed. And Baba will manifest. Hmm? It will make its ingress into the heart. Hmm? Then we will have qualities too. Hmm? As Sarup Shakti give, qualifies Krishna. This, this is an environment. Sarup Shakti, it's an environment. Hmm? Its absence, if you will, in Brahman, leaves the Absolute there qualityless, formless. Hmm? So for us to have a spiritual personality and differentiation from one another hmm? that's meaningful rather than the illusory differentiation of Polish and American and Indian, which is, which is problematic. Hmm? We need the bhakti environment. Hmm? Ingress of bhakti. It comes in the form of faith, creates faith, generates faith. Hmm? It's given out by devotees. They have bhakti, so actually their hearts are compassionate, so they distribute bhakti. Wherever bhakti goes, Krishna has to go. He has no say in the matter. Hmm? He's, he's partial to his devotees, so he puts bhakti in their hands. Wherever they give it out, he has to go. Faith comes, well, bhakti is in your life. Faith in bhakti. Hmm? Shastriya shraddha. Hmm? Faith in the argument of shastra as to the efficacy of bhakti. Hmm? So we tread the path. Hmm? Hmm? And with a little patience, and diligence, sincerity, some tears... If we can cry, like Mahaprabhu, hmm? what kind of crying? Nam nama kari bahuda nijasarva shakti stattararpita niyami tasmana nenakala. This kind of crying. He's crying because he cannot cry. Hmm? Yet Nam has come into my life, Harinam. Bhakti has come into my life, huh? and I and and I had nothing to do with it. These forces are there. The force of karma, we're moving under the influence from a time without beginning. The force of bhakti is also in the world. Hmm? There are always sadhakas in the world. There was no first bhakta. Hmm? I mean, we say Krishna became two as Radha and Krishna, but it's not an event in time. Hmm? No beginning to the world, no beginning to bhakti, sadhana bhakti is always, a, it's moving in the world. Hmm? So it's another force. We, and by chance, by we come in touch with that. This is the idea. Hmm? Devotees try to give it everywhere. Hmm? Create good fortune. Hmm? Hmm? They are the yadrichaya, hmm? the good fortune. They are not under the influence of karma. Daivim prakriti mashritaha, moving under a different nature. Mahatmanas to Mamparta, Daivim Prakriti Mashrita. So somehow we come in touch with them and their 
movement. Hmm? This is the genesis then of our our faith and auspicious opportunity in life. Hmm? And when we can we can understand how auspicious this is, hmm? then as Mahaprabhu was doing, he's crying. I have no attachment for this. I have no attraction for this. Although for every reason that I should be very, very attracted and pay so much attention, hmm? full attention. Huh? The nature of the auspicious opportunity that's come to me is such that, that properly understood, uh, every other offer pales in comparison. Hmm? But he says, Nananuraga, I have no, no attraction. Hmm? So this kind of crying, first we have to cry because we cannot cry. Hmm? Then, some, then some different kind of tears will come. Hmm? Hmm? When bhakti proper manifests in due course. Hmm? But with, with this kind of sadhana, hmm? you, you, we, we express some healthy, psychologically healthy remorse. Hmm? We're not talking about some psychological imbalance here the, uh, of, of, of lack of self-esteem or something like that. We should, we should think, okay, Nam is very generous. More generous than the named is the name. Hmm? He comes to me in the form of the name. And if I just have a little healthy remorse for the fact that I don't take advantage hmm? I'm on a learning curve. My bhajan is anishta. Hmm? And I don't always um, rise to the occasion by the force of my conditioning. So I feel a little remorseful. I pray sincerely to Krishna. I wish I could do better. Then you're resolved. Hmm? The problem is resolved. There's no other exercise that you should do, you need to do to, hmm, to be... Um, absolved of any shortcoming. Hmm? Uh, then this way Nam will stay with us. We should have this kind of confidence. Not pride, but confidence. What is that? Krishna is extremely generous. So there's no reason to beat yourself up too much here. Krishna is very, very generous. In a healthy way, we should be a little humble. Hmm? We should be very humble. If we're humble, we, we should be humbled by the, by the opportunity that's before us and proper understanding of it. Hmm? Not in an artificial way. Hmm? Naturally. Hmm? Humbled by his graciousness, kindness, generosity. Embarrassed by it almost to come to a higher standard by continually hearing about him, his kindness, his generosity the generosity of bhakti, nigama kobhata palam. The fruit comes, you can just go and pick it up and drink it and there will be consequences. Hmm? In due course, there will be consequences. And you will swoon and pass out. Hmm? And all these kind of transformations will come. Hmm? And what will you do when you wake up? Hmm? It says, what? Muhuraho rasika bhubi Drink it again, this Bhagavatam. Hmm? So this Bhagavatam 
is a different book altogether. It's like the New Testament of the uh, uh, Eastern Revelation. Again, it's not about Bhagwan. It's about Bhakti. Vishnu Purana is about Bhagwan. Bhagavata is about Bhakti, and it showcases all these sentiments of Bhakti Rasa, Bhatsalya, Sakya, Madhurya, Dasya, and particularly uh, with emphasis on the Braj type hmm, of Vrindavan, the full face. Of course, Dasya, hmm, they, they're only the Sakya, Vatsalya, Madhurya, and even the Dasya of Bhakti, which is tinged with Sakya. This is all only in the Braj. Hmm? This is what the book is about, right? It's all about the tenth canto of the Bhagavatam. And there, the Leelas have been written about in a different way than they're written about in Padma Purana. Sometimes the devotees will go to the Padma Purana and they want to get some details. And what color dress is she wearing? What are the markings on Krishna's feet? And memorize these things and so forth. Hmm? As if there's some more information in the Bhagavat, in the, in the Padma Purana. No. Hmm? It's not, if properly understood, ah, what is our necessity? Do we want to attain God? No. That's not our necessity. Do we want to attain service to God? No. That's not our necessity. What is our necessity? Hmm? To find someone who loves Krishna. Hmm? And follow them, hmm? and 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 what those persons are an embodiment of, an embodiment of sakya, the embodiment of Vatsalya, the embodiment of madhurya. Hmm? This is what the Bhagavad is about. Read the Damodar Lila, so many chapters. What this this is showcasing this Vatsalya bhav. Hmm? We study the fifteenth chapter of Bhagwa of, of, of the tenth canto. Hmm? Uh, how Sakiras is showcased there hmm? and some other places. Read the Rasapanchajai. Hmm? And how Madurasa is showcased there. Hmm? And and that this is the Nityasiddha Krishna Prem. Hmm? Eternally existing Prem. Hmm? Condensed Bhava, and yes, it's personified, and we can talk about it in different ways. And but this is this is this is uh, uh, these are this is the kind of I want to say uh, the what the person we want to follow, hmm? the Bhava Deha, Krishna Nandaya Dhimahi, Guru Jatiya Bhav. That is best. That is easy. Hmm. What will I be in Gulok? Hmm. What does it matter? Hmm. Gulok has come to me in the form of my guru. I always follow. This is the window of opportunity that's come, wherever they will take me. Hmm. Of course, we have many lives. With Paisanga, we get a sangskar for bhakti in the chitta. Hmm. It's not by intelligence and logical argument and so forth. We have to try to speak logically and so forth. But hopefully that speaking logically is, a, is, a, is an act of translating the language of love into reason to try to communicate it. And it creates a sangskar. Hmm? 
bhakti sanskar. So we get, over a lifetime we have association, according to the association we had, then when our bhakti matures, it will correspond with the kind of association we've had. Bhakti gives bhakti, bhakti sanjataya bhakti. So, so, this is Bhagavat. Hmm? And Bhagavat is all about love of Krishna, about the, 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 the people who love Krishna. Hmm? These Brajabhasis, they are, they are, uh, uh, Thich Han wrote a book once called Being Peace. I remember seeing it, I thought, we should write one, Being Love. This is the ideal of the gopis, to be, of, of, the, of the devotees, the gopis, to be love, to be a form of Sakya, a form of Vatsalya a form of Madhurya. You see, what this is about is what is so pleasing to Krishna. So if you even have this idea, I would like to be like that, to love Krishna like those people. Krishna would think, what? Can you say that again? You want to be like them? You mean you don't want anything from me? You don't want to get away from things with my help. You don't want acquisition, karma, suffering. You don't want that. Everybody wants that. Hmm? And most people who approach me, that's what they ask for. Hmm? Did I hear you right? You don't want suffering. Hmm? In the Nyaya of Gautam, there are 21 kinds of suffering. Hmm? suffering from the body suffering from the five senses from the five sense objects and the five perceptions Hmm? that's five, ten, fifteen sixteen, right? no, six including the mind so eighteen, that's nineteen and then what's the twentieth type of misery, suffering? the twentieth type is Happiness. <laughs> that's not a, that's a kind of suffering. Hmm? Material happiness, that's one of them. Hmm? And then there's suffering itself. That's the 21st. Hmm? So, most people, this is what they want from Krishna. Hmm? Give me more suffering. Hmm? So, you're not interested in that. Hmm? You don't want things. Hmm? You're not a thing, but most people want things. You don't want things. So, you want to get away from things? Some people want that. Manushyanam sahasreshu Out of many, few are interested in, in siddhi, imperfection. You, you want to get away from things? Hmm? You want me to help you with that? Okay, I could help you with that. But it doesn't doesn't really endear me to you. Hmm? That's what you want. You want to end suffering. You want to get away from things. Okay? We can do it. Hmm? But no, I heard you right. You don't want that either. Hmm? You want to serve me because I'm God? That you don't want either. Hmm? Which is, oh, that's. I've got to stand here all day long, 
They flash these lights at me and stuff like that. They keep me in a little closet. Hmm? Every now and then they open the doors. Hmm? Then they close them. When they go every place, they do all kinds of things. And, and, and I'm just stuck in the closet all day long. Hmm? They open the curtain. They ring a bell. I'm supposed to come out. And, you know. So it, it's, it's good, but, but it doesn't do a lot for me. Hmm? I'm, I'm like in some corner of their life, some some small place. I have hmm? okay. Go to Bhikkhunta. Every now and then, I'll I'll come out and bless you. Hmm? Blessed, blessed. Okay, <laughs> something like this. Hmm? Some kind of dasya, hmm? and. And you want to serve, you'll serve nicely. So I have four arms, so I can accept all kinds of service there. Hmm? But no, you don't want that either. Hmm? You want to be like Sridam, Sudam, hmm? Madhu Mangal. You want to be like like Joshoda, hmm? Lalita, Vishaka. Is that right? Is that what you said? Like that. That's what I'm about. Hmm? They're my whole life. I am, I am, my shape, my form, my qualities, my leelas, hmm? they correspond with that kind of love. In Sakyabab, I have certain qualities. Hmm? I have a certain shape. If you want to do dhyan, anurup, anuguna, of Govinda in Sakyarasa, hmm? Then uh, Bhagavatam gives that description hmm? for Sakya rasa, for Madhuri rasa, for Vatsali rasa. The same Krishna, different qualities, some overlapping, but different qualities will be prominent for different sentiments. Hmm? Different form, in other words, the way he wears things, the way he conducts himself, the way. He uh, different ages, different appearances. So what are all these differences in Krishna? And a Madhuri Ras different. It's, it corresponds with the love. The love is making the qualities. The love is, is, is animating Bhagavan and fueling the Leela. Hmm? So you're interested in this kind of bhakti. It means you, you're interested in me. This with that's what I'm about. I'm made of this. Hmm? You can't get any closer to me. Hmm? What is verse from Bhagwat in Kurukshetra? Hmm? What does he tell the gopis there? Huh? Before that one. No, no, in, in, in Kurukshetra. Hmm? Uh, no, I can't remember. Uh, hmm? Anyway, most people, they approach me for things, or for eternal life. Hmm? But what do you want? Hmm? I'm purchased by that. Hmm? People want to negotiate with me for different uh, attainments. Hmm? Hmm? They, 
you want to buy something from me, negotiate. Hmm? But what you are about, Gopis, I'm purchased by you. Hmm? This is very extraordinary. So he's telling them, I know it may look, not, not look like I'm here with you, but I'm, I'm always with you. Hmm? My mind is always with you. My heart is always with you. So the interest in this subject matter is the center of our practice. Of course, appropriately, we have to know where we're at in the whole thing. If we're interested in, let's say we're interested in going to India. I've given an example before. If you come to me and say, Swami, I want to go to India. So that's great, that's great. Can you tell me something about it? And I said, well, you know, have you got a have you got a ticket yet? No, I don't have a ticket. So you don't have a ticket? Oh. Do you have a passport? No, I don't have a passport. And you don't have a visa either, obviously. No, I don't have a visa. Do you have a job? Hmm? I don't have a job. So don't talk to me about going to India. Get a job. No, I want to go to India. You're telling me to get a job. Yes, if you want to go to India, get a job. Well, what does that have to do with going to India? So, yeah, obviously, he needs to make some money. Hmm? He needs to then go get a passport, then go with a visa, then get a ticket, then come talk to me. We can talk about what's going on in India, what location you might want to go, what things you might want to see, some specifics. I think it's a good idea to go to India. Good. Hmm? But there are some things that need to be done. So this is sadhana bhakti, hmm? right? Artha, anartha nivritti, in the context of artha pravritti, in the constant con- in the context of aspiring for the ideal of Brajabhakti, hmm, false ideals and values on arthas should be retired. Hmm? Some work is there. Hmm? But it's a very positive bhakti, very positive approach. The best defense, they say, is a good offense. Hmm? If you were to take all of your karmic problems and attachments and so forth, dig a big hole and throw them all inside and cover it up. Hmm? This is the Gyan approach. Hmm? But it's possible something could come up again. Hmm? Something could grow up again. The Bhakti approach is dig the hole, put them all in there, build a temple on top and perform Kirtan. Nothing will will never come up again. Hmm? And without Bhakti, Hmm? Isn't it? Even if we become Jivan Mukta, oh, he's a Jivan Mukta. Oh. But, but Bhagavad says, if you do not have regard for Bhakti, then you struggle hard to become a Jivan Mukta, but you cannot get Videha Mukti. You cannot enter Brahman. Hmm? You can become Jiva Mukta without Bhakti, but you cannot get uh, Brahmananda. Hmm? Brahmagyan. Hmm? Atmananda you can get. Hmm? But you can't stay there for long. Hmm? We don't want Atmananda. We don't want Brahmananda, we want to bhakti ananda. Hmm? That is another thing. Hmm? And that is, like I say, a good offense and is the best defense. 
Let bhakti come into your life. Have sadhusanga with real bhaktas, hmm? real devotees. Nirmatsaranam satam. Nirmatsaranam satam. Honest, without any envy, hmm? to help one another. This, this ideal of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that's come to us, we're very, we're all very, we're all touched, we're the same. <laughs> it's happened to us, it doesn't happen to other people, at least not yet, but so we should band together, hmm? help one another. Hmm? This is the only rule. Hmm? Help one another flourish in bhakti by sangha. Certainly we shouldn't have a rule to the contrary. Hmm? But love and trust, this is Prabhupada's idea, everything will, should go on. Hmm? We should trust one another. They're sincere. They must be intelligent. They came to bhakti. Better to talk over their head than under their head. Hmm? So they have something to grow and think about. What did he say? What did she say? What was that? So you can leave the talk and think, what was that about? What was he saying? Carry with you. Hmm? Rather, we shouldn't dumb it down. Hmm? Hmm. And entertain questions, 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 doubts. Sit and doubt. Hmm? What's the idea? Sit before the sadhu and doubt. Hmm? Express the doubts. Hmm? Then if she's a sadhu, if he's a sadhu, cite the Shastra and the reasoning and clear the doubts. Then you can go forward. Suspicion leads to suspension. Hmm? Faith is the animating principle. Shraddhoayam Purushaha, Gita says. A person is their faith. We move according to our faith. Hmm? By good Sangha, our faith will grow in our life. Our spiritual life will be animated. Hmm? We can proceed, we can progress. Prabhupada was very expert in creating a faithful environment, not a fearful environment, a faithful environment. We had no fear. Hmm? It's unfortunate today there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a fearful environment and in, 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 in one that's often not, uh, it's lacking in, in, in faith, but this has to be created. Hmm? fostered, cultured. And so, this brings me to what I wanted to discuss tonight, <laughs> which was uh, to veer off the course of the fourth verse, right, which is about the specifics of the gift of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Of course, you know, it's, the, it's the Ashirvad shloka of Chaitanya Charitamrita. The, the blessing verse. The, the, the Mangalacharan requires these three things, a Namaskar verse, a Vastanadesh Shlok verse, and a Ashirvad. He takes Rupa Goswami's verse from Viragda Madhava and uses it in his Mangalacharan as the fourth verse as Ashirvad Shlok, giving a blessing. It's Rupa's verse, Sri Rupa's verse, has some feeling for Sachinandan. Sachi gave Mahabharata to the world. 
hmm, in two ways hmm, as a mother and allowed him to proceed in his sannyas lila. Hmm? Maya, what is it? Chaktvas to do studies of Rapes at Rajalakshmi, Dharmish Dari, Vachasar Yadagadaranya, Mayam Rigunda, Ita Ipsitaman, and Harvard, and the Harvard, Bande Mahapurushate, Charanadavindam. This is Mahaprabhu. Sachi made that possible, that he would chase after the people absorbed in Maya and teach by his example how to enter into the courtyard, Kirtan of Shivas Thakur, the Rasa Kirtan of Shivas. How to, how to make your way there. Hmm? He went outside into Puri and other parts, teaching example through Namsan Kirtan. Anarpita hmm? Charim. I'll go over it briefly before I get to what I wanted to talk about. Anarpita Charim Charat Karnayavatena Kolo. Anarpitam. Anarpitam. Not bestowed. Anarpitam Charim Charat. For a long time. Not bestowed means never bestowed before. In, in Kali Yuga, this Kali Yuga, some are poitam. Unatojala rasam sabhakti sriyam. From anarpitam to samarpitam. Samarpaitam. Bestowed in a very big way. Hmm? What is that? Samarpaitam unatojala rasam sabhakti sriyam. Hmm? The very, the not Ujjwal Rasa, but Unato Ujjwal Rasa and Swabhakti Sriyam. His own Bhakti. Hmm? His own Bhakti is the Bhakti of Sri. Hmm? Krishna is, is Gaur, acting as an Acharya, as his Acharya Leela. Hmm? Outwardly preaching, there should be some inward result. Hmm? Is his pursuit of Radha's Prem. Swabhakti Sriyam. Svabhakti, his own bhakti, sriyam. Hmm. Tells us something about the nature of his bhakti, we know. Hmm. Gaur is Krishna. Hmm. Trying to taste the the, the, the brain, the bhava of Radha. Hmm. And so the, in the madness of this, this is a madness. Hmm. Krishna, Rasaraj, the perfect object of love, hmm. Is going to vacate his his. What's going to happen to everybody? If Krishna is the perfect object of love, and he 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 leaves, and turns into the the vessel of love, hmm? what are we going to do? <laughs> you have to follow him. <laughs> Where will that take us? Hmm? Hmm? This is the madness. Chaitanya hmm? Mahaprabhu is is Krishna. Trying to solve his existential crisis. Hmm? Am I the king of love? Her love exceeds anything I know. These kind of things. We've talked about it in brief. So in that madness, a method hmm, surfaces. That is Namsan Kirtan. This is the method to his madness. It's a byproduct of his madness. His own bhakti. Hmm? The unadu ujhula rasa. The special... Uh, dispensation of Ujwal Rasa hmm, is made available. Hmm? Ujwal Rasa means romantic love. 
was a special kind. It's been given before, we see the Upanishads, the Dandakaranya um, rishis were blessed by Ram. They got Bhav, Gopi Bhav, they got Tad Bhav, Ichamahi Bhav too. Hmm? This kind of Bhav. But, but this, what is given by Mahaprabhu, this is very special. Hmm? It is the way in which the jivas can come as close to tasting what he came to taste as is possible. To taste the love of Radha. Hmm? Of course, Krishna says in his commentary, he gives Charibhav, the four Bhavs hmm, of, of Braj. That's true. He gives four bobs of brudge because he's not the only one giving. Hmm? Gore is giving and Nityananda Prabhu is giving. Hmm? Nityananda Prabhu is giving gore. Hmm? But in the context of giving gore, his own bob is being given out also. Hmm? There are four bobs of brudge, but they're, they're divided into two. Sambandarup and Kamarup. Hmm? So, in the context of helping, serving Krishna in terms of the pursuit of his ideal, hmm? giving support like a good friend, hmm? Balaram, the best friend of Krishna, hmm? Goloker, what does he say? Vajendanandandye, Sachi Sutta Hoyose, Balaram Hoyo Nitai, Nanatam Thakur Kijai. They come, they do. Hmm? In the context of, of serving Gore, hmm? his friendly love is being distributed. Hmm? So because this, this, this is Sambandarup, so Sambandarup is given, and Kamarup is given hmm? directly by Mahaprabhu, a special kind of Kamarup, Madhurasa. So, the two include the four. In Sambandarup is Vatsalya, Sakya, and Dasya of Braj. In Balaram we find Sakya with the combination it's Sankul, Rati. Combination of Madhurya, excuse me, uh, Vatsalya and Dasya. He's Sakya, but mixed with these other two. So this is the whole of mm, Samandarup, really. He's presiding over that. Hmm? Hmm. We say, Nitai bhai chalayase tobe shuklambar. What is it? Hase Narma, Hase Narma, Shivasa, Sridhar, Sajjahote, Tule Tomai, Sachima Tomar, then Chalayase, Chalayase, Mahilargan, you see, this is Nitai, hmm? he's singing in the morning, Mangalarti for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? describing that time, that picture that we see, the, that, 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 that time. Hmm? 
and he, he's assembling in the courtyard of Mahaprabhu with Sridhar, Suklambar, Shivas, hmm? all in Sakirasa. Come to wake up Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, like the cowards would come and wake up Krishna and so forth. Hmm? And then, hmm? Sachimatumara, hmm? and all elderly ladies coming. Hmm? But Salirasa, hmm? we offer, we offering up, we're singing, we're thinking, we're praising Nidai. Hmm? He's in charge of this whole affair. Hmm? And through him, some Sakirasa is coming. And now it's also a very special kind of Sakiras is coming. Gaur is so attached to Chaitanya Nitai, to, to, to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, we find this special, uh, this uh, this kind of fraternal love mixed with Madhurja. Hmm? Very special. You don't find this anywhere else. Hmm? This is coming. Hmm? This is how Charibhav is coming. But Mahaprabhu directly giving Ujvalarasa. Hmm? Unato Ujvalarasa. The way which is his which is his own bhakti, a form of his own bhakti. Hmm? He cannot do like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is Krishna. Hmm? He can become Radha. He's done it. In the last chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita, in the very last section we find Shikshastakam. In the very last verse of Shikshastakam. What does Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami say? Hmm? When Mahaprabhu says, Asli Shiva Padaratam Banashtumam Adarshanam Marmahatam Kurutuva Yata Tata Vavidhatulam Patu Matprananapas Tusaibanapara. Krishna Das says, Radha spoke this verse. Mahaprabhu is successful. Hmm? The whole teaching now at the end of Chaitanya Chart is being summed up. Hmm? We, and we understand it properly. The whole Leela is working toward this. He tasted in in Nadia. He went to distribute hmm, and hone hmm, his pursuit. He was successful. Hmm, and the opportunity has been laid before us. Hmm. What is that opportunity? That means, oh, we don't want to become a competitor of Radha. Hmm? We don't want to become even a friend of Radha. Hmm? Hmm. It is said sometimes, oh, the, the summit of the discussion of Madhurasa, that is found in Ujjval Nilmani. In Sri Rupa's Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, he talks about all the different Rasas, their constituents, uh, what they're constituted of, uh, the qualities of Krishna that correspond with them, so on and so forth. He touches only briefly on Madhurya Rasa, and then he writes a book, Mad Ujbal Nilmani, on it. Some people read the book, they study the book. I said, I, they say, I read the book three times. I read it four times. There's no emphasis there on Manjari Bhav. Hmm? And this is the final word. Hmm? What do we say? We say, no, this is not the final word. Hmm? You don't know. Hmm? Rupa wrote there, hmm? but he's also humble devotee, so he's writing everything about Madhurasa, but he's not emphasizing his own position. Hmm? 
You understand? Hmm? That is left to his follower. That's why we say, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and we find Narutam Thakur, Rupura Gonatopade. Krishna discovered Rupura Gonatopadeyar. He ends each chapter with this. Or Arukovedian, what is it? Narutam Thakur sings Lotus Amai. Anyway, you know it. To attain the service of Rupa and Raghunath. So, so Raghunath has the last word. Raghunath Asuka Swami. Rupa Goswami Abhideya Tattva Charja. And Raghunath Das Prayojan Tattva. So, in here we find the position of Rupa in Madhurasa is emphasized in his writing. And it says, this is a very special thing. And no one can get closer to the experience of the union of Radha and Krishna, which is the ideal, to unify them and to, and to be involved in that, closer to that experience, than not the friends of Radha, but the handmaidens of Radha. Hmm? Radha Dasyam. So this is the special gift of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Unatulta rasam sabakti srayam hari purata sundra dyuti kadamba sandipitha sadarlaya kandare purata vasachinam. May this appear in your heart. May Chaitanya Mahaprabhu take a residence there in the cave of your heart like a lion. May you roar in Sankirtan and chase away all impiety making room Bhakti Parampati Labdhikamam, we quoted earlier in Rasalila. Hmm. Hmm. When Sukadeva answered the Raj, he said, Yes, don't think that Krishna is a dharmic. Hmm. As I said earlier, he's the husband even of the gopis' husbands. Hmm. But further, understand this Vikriditam Brajabhadir Idam Chavishnu. He says, the, When Vishnu is dancing with the wives of the other of the men of Braj. Hmm? This is a very special thing. He's used the word Vishnu, of course, for purpose. When Vishnu is doing this, when God is doing this, this is a very special thing. Hmm? It is so special that if you hear about this with faith hmm, from real sadhus, Shadhanvitanushanayadatabarnayadya Guru Parampara, then Bhakti Parampati Labjagamam, Ridrogamashpaprinotya Chirayanatira. Bhakti will come in your heart, Parampakti will come in your heart, and Hridroga, the disease of the heart, calm, calm, Bijai. Where is he? Not here. Just say. Calm Bijai. Calm will be conquered. Even Cupid will be defeated. Hmm? Hmm? You will go in the heart and chase that out hmm? and gradually manifest fully herself, bhakti. Hmm? Oh, very nice. Hmm? So Krishna puts this verse for his Ashivaj Let this come in my heart. Oh, there it is. Hmm? Okay. Kamli jai das ki jai. 
So let this come, let this Chaitanya Mahaprabhu come in your heart. Hmm? This may manifest there, and that then that you can come as close to tasting what Mahaprabhu himself came to taste. Of course, it will depend on the association you have. You might, you might, you might, you might get waylaid by Sakirasa. Prabhupada was a prominent uh, manifestation, embodiment of that, as we know, his own intimate moments of prayer, not for publication, he wrote about it. Hmm? Uh, what did he say? Uh, and in the main line he says, that, uh, hmm? You see that the sound of the word, that is Sakuras, Frolicking, dancing, rolling on the ground, inventing things to do. Hmm? We were bathing in the river not long ago at Aldaria in California, and there were some young boys who found a redwood, you know, the redwood trees, the big trees in California. They found a log of the redwood. They were riding on the redwood log. Hmm? Three, four boys on the one log. And then the one boy said, Who's ever king of the log is king of the log. Who's ever king of the log is king of the log. This is just, you know, <laughs> okay, yeah, this madness, inventive, playful, hmm? very nice, uh, very nice idea. And we were transported, hmm? seeing them, like Mahaprabhu would be transported, going to go to Pubana Lila in the morning, hmm? Hmm? the house of Suklambar, performing Kirtan. He sees some coward boys and they say, we've got some cheese, you should be with us. Hmm? Then he's transported into the Brajlila, the Gostilila of Krishna. Hmm? So, When can, when can I join you, O brother? Hmm? And all day long, pass through the various forests of Vrindavan, herding cows, hmm? doing somersaults and tumbling, hmm? playing games and frolicking. Say, Dean Kavehove more. When, oh, when will that day be mine? Hmm? Hmm? After I've done my preaching for Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, who asked me, as a representative of Radha, do this preaching in the West. Hmm? After I do that by your power, Krishna, as I am telling you, hmm? listen to me, he says. I have some wise counsel for you. Hmm? Your life will become perfect if you can please Radharani. Krishna says, aha, yes, that's right. Hmm? And Radharani here, her representative in the form of my Guru Maharaj has asked me to do something. So you must give me the power to do that. Then your life will become perfect. Hmm? And the world will become blissful. Hmm? Hmm. 
drowned in the ocean of the bhakti given by Gaur and Nityananda. And when I've done that by your power, hmm, then I want this. This is what I want. Hmm? Hmm? I want a realm in the forest with you. So this is a prominent example, wave of Sakyaras in our Sampradaya. There are other examples. Oh, you may be touched by that. Hmm? That means we have assisting role. You're giving Charibhav because this this Ujbal Rasa and Unata Ujbal Rasa, it cannot it cannot happen without the other components. And particularly the Mahabhav, Maranaka Mahabhav of Radha and Krishna, the highest union, the two become one, Radha thinks she's Krishna, Krishna thinks he's he's Radha. Hmm? This is Maranaka Mahabhav. We find in Ramananda Sampad. This cannot happen without the Sakis. Hmm? It cannot happen. That's why Krishna needs your love. You think, we need Krishna's love. He needs your love. Because this cannot happen without that. Hmm? Without the Saki's help. Saki means this Lalita, Vishaka. It may also mean Subal. That is Saki Bhav. Kind of Saki Bhav. But in the final analysis, the full measure of the idea hmm, given, that it is Radhanasyam. Hmm? Sometimes called the Manjari Bhava. This is the precious opportunity Mahaprabhu gives to the jivas. Hmm? There, we've done it. We've talked about the verse. We haven't talked about it in an adibotic way and dealt with what is Kali Yuga and how we will think about that and what is Anapita Charim Charat once in a day of Brahma. What does that in our world mean today? If you tell people, listen, once in a day of Brahma this happens, they're going to go, okay, once in a day of Brahma. And he's got four heads, right? Okay. I don't know if I want to go any further with that. They may think, so how you go? How will you think about this from the cosmological perspectives of today? The cosmograph, cos, cos, cosmograph, cosmographical perspectives of today. Hmm? Um, the perspectives on time. Hmm? It's Kali Yuga. Okay, they're saying, hmm? and. There were all these advanced people and so forth in previous times. The evidence, observable evidence, appears to contradict that. How will we think about that in our times? How will we do, that means, what the Goswamis did? They were contemporary people. They dealt with the contemporary currents of philosophy and thought in the time to make their case. Hmm? We have to live in the times that we're in and make the same case, and it's a credible case if you understand it properly. Hmm? You can answer all these questions. So we, I said I, I'm speaking a little bit from the, the commentary I've written on these verses that hasn't been published yet. So this has to be dealt with. Hmm? I, it's all about the, the subjective nature of the Bhagavad. Hmm? And it's all about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We talked about, what about Varaha? What about? Hmm? And he appeared in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <laughs> There's no doubt Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was there. That we can historically, empirically verify. Hmm. And we study and we find Baraha's also there. And then so on. Yeah, yeah. So, long talk. <laughs> Any question? 
Oh, you've always got a question. Yes. Go ahead. Then I want to ask a question about the Maharaj you said about the um, suffering in the material world. Mm. And it, um, I want to ask if there is some kind of also suffering in spiritual world. For example, gopis were suffering when Krishna left Vrindavan and Madhurya Shoda and everybody else. So what kind of, what, what was it? Exactly for suffering or not? What, what was it exactly? Yeah. Kaviraj Goswami says that Bhayavicha jala hoi pitare ando moi Krishna premer adbhuta jalit Krishna prem has a adbhuta jalit a wonderful character characteristic its characteristic is this Bhayavicha jala hoi outside it looks like Poison. Hmm? But inside it is full of ananda. Hmm? And, of course, material life is just the opposite. Outside it looks happy, but inside actually it's suffering. Hmm? Even if you like it, it doesn't endure. So now you have a bigger problem because you like it, but you can't keep it. So, problematic. Hmm? So, Mahaprabhu is weeping. You ask about gopis. Mahaprabhu is in Gopi Bab. He's weeping, falling on the ground. Hmm? He looks like, you don't want to be like that. Hmm? Looks like painful. But Bhittarayananda Moya was his inner experience. Hmm? So much Ananda. Hmm? So, you see, Separation from Krishna is what you're talking about in Leela. Hmm? Leela is like an ocean. It has a high tide and a low tide. So the high tide is a Sambhog union and the low tide that is Vipralamba. Hmm? Separation. But in Bhakti, we have one concern. That is to please Krishna. Hmm? So, if it will please Krishna to be separate from me hmm, for his own purpose, hmm, then I will embrace that suffering hmm, as the greatest nectar. Hmm? This is how to end all suffering, you see. Hmm? In material life, we want to avoid suffering and find happiness. Avoid suffering and find happiness. Hmm? In bhakti, we're not concerned with happiness or avoiding distress. We want to avoid distress and get happiness. Now in bhakti, we're not concerned with happy, getting happiness or avoiding distress. We're concerned only with one thing, serving Krishna. Hmm? We have a, a fellow who worked with us in Madhavan in Costa Rica, hmm? a, la- a laborer on our ashram. We have jungle ashram there hmm, for Krishna and Balaram and his name is Juan hmm? uh, there's another one Miguel so Miguel was coming one day and I had him digging trenches the day before so he was coming the next day and I was thinking 
you know, that was hard work. Maybe I should give him something a little easier to do today. So I said, Miguel, I've got an easier job for you today. He said, easier? I said, well, you were digging the trenches yesterday. He said, it doesn't matter. My job is to please you. That's my job. It doesn't matter what it is. My job is to please you. This is bhakti. You understand? Hmm? That's how you end all suffering. And that's how you end the suffering that comes from happiness. Hmm? By chasing after it only to find it to disappear. Hmm? Or turn into something else. Right? Turn into suffering. Hmm? So bhakti, they have no suffering. Hmm? And bhakti, they have no happiness. Hmm? There's only happiness if Krishna wants us to be happy. Therefore the gopis, they accept the bliss because they know it will please Krishna. Hmm? Yes, it's very painful for gopis. They want to commit suicide, but they know. If we kill ourselves, Krishna will be unhappy. Hmm? So we cannot end our suffering in that way. Hmm? So, in, in bhakti there is no suffering. Hmm? There is appearance of that. They are really feeling pain, hmm? Hmm? but they're, but it is because it's pleasing to Krishna. Hmm? Then they are tasting the ananda of bhakti. Hmm? It's a very interesting combination. I had a, my first experience of this. I was young, and Prabhupada was in those days spending six months a year in Los Angeles. Three months in the spring. Three months in the in the uh, autumn season, hmm? and so first year I was I was uh, there. In the first three months, Prabhupada was there for three months. I I was like accustomed. To Pra we live with Prabhupada, <laughs> and so you know whenever he went out the door in the morning, I was there to see him get in the car, watch him. If I couldn't go on the walk, I'd be there when he came back and. Walk, walk him into the, watch him go in the door, and then run around and get in the temple when he's coming into the temple. And so, I used to stand next to his Vyasa San and every gave a lecture and so forth. Uh, so I was very, um, uh, had a lot of guru nishta, hmm? and uh, and so um, you know it was timeless, magical and timeless. And so one day, one of the devotees said that uh, it was like Monday. Said like Wednesday, Prabhupada was going to be leaving. And it was so, I mean, it's kind of simple, but for me it was like, what? I just couldn't, like, relate to it. I couldn't, like, I couldn't, it didn't compute. Prabhupada's not going to be here. Hmm? And then I got overwhelmed. Hmm? And I could understand, oh, this is what that's about. Hmm? I felt pangs of separation. Hmm? I felt... He's not going to be. It's like you're going to lose your 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 friend. It's not going to be there. Hmm? And and what will be the loss? I felt that, and I and 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 my hair stood on end. The tears came from my eyes, and it was blissful. Hmm? It was anandamoy. Hmm? Very interesting phenomenon hmm? in bhakti. You won't get this in Brahman. <laughs> Nothing like that there. Not from Paramatma. 
very extraordinary. Hmm? So there's real suffering and it's real blissful. Hmm? Something like that. Hmm? Uh, but we find, as I say, my point, the book gave, there's an example in, in, in Bhagavad Summary just in Dwarka. He, in, in Dwarka, Daruka is fanning Krishna and he starts to become an ecstasy. It gets in the way of his fanning. So he curses the ecstasy. And so this is, this is the... What do we do in bhakti? We do bhakti. We, what, what, we're like Miguel. You know, you're the serve of Krishna, that's all. It's no concern whether it's hard or easy today or what. It doesn't make any difference. Um, problems are just expanded opportunities to serve. Now I've got to solve a problem. Too. Hmm. Okay. For Krishna. Does that help? Yes. Could we compare the suffering of a citizen of Navadvip when uh, Lord Chaitanya took sannyas uh, to suffering of Rajavasis when Krishna left Vrindavan? Yes. And the barber is a Krura. Do you understand? Akura cut Mahaprabhu's, the barber cut Mahaprabhu's hair, shaved his hair. Hmm? Hmm? Akura brought the chariot hmm? to take Mahap Krishna out of Prindavan. Hmm? Gopis cursed him. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, so, and the barber is Akura. Hmm? Yes, it's the same person. It's the same Leela and same Gopis and Brajabasis, Navadvipasis. And they're crying and feeling separation. Hmm? But Mahabrabhu's Leela has Audarya to it. So hmm? we are the we are the recipients. Hmm? Mahaprabhu told Vishnu Priya, in this Leela we have to cry. Hmm? For other jivas. Therefore I will take sannyas. Hmm? So yes, that's the parallel. Gaur Leela is Krishna Leela. Hmm? Krishna Leela failed. Hmm? Krishna could not experience the full measure of love. He saw Radha's love exceeds experience exceeds exceeds mine. So he had to do something about it. He's very inventive, so the Gorlila manifest. And Gorlila is Krishna Lila. I've said before, it's like a reversible, you know, a reversible jacket. It's like black with gold trim. Hmm? And then you put it on the other way, it's gold with black trim. This is Gorlila and Krishna Lila. And the same same associates and so forth. So Krishna's Mahaprabhu is taking sannyas. You see, this has Aishvarya. Hmm? He's going to teach the Dharma. He's going to teach Prem Dharma, but he's going to teach, by his example, he's going to create some distance between himself and his devotees because he's going to sit up here instead of down there. Hmm? He's going to carry a stick. Hmm? Wear a different color. Hmm? This is Aishvarya, Vairagya, this kind of Aishvarya. Hmm? So he, it creates some distance. That's painful for the Brajabhasis. Hmm? But they suffer that pain for us. Hmm? Because Mahaprabhu taking sannyas means that, that, that we can enter Navadvip. And by entering the Kirtan at Srivastakus, we can enter Vrindavan. Hmm? So, whole Brajabhasis, hmm? they're not stopping him. Hmm? For us, you see, the Surup Shakti is very, very affectionate. Hmm. Yes. Uh, Maharaj, uh, you mentioned that uh, 
Krishna is Bhagavan Sri Krishna is un, unlimitedly merciful and generous, but can be some doubt about this because uh, personification of his mercy are his devotees by whom he is spreading back to food in this world. But he, he is sending to this world only a few devotees, real devotees, as he mentioned Bhagavad Gita and Srimansara uh, and they stay only for a short time and have some uh, limited influence. So how we can say that he is unlimited? Well, <laughs> I think that's kind of a... Uh, uh, it's not a good argument, but... Um, we can say hmm, that Krishna is very merciful because... We have experience that Putana dressed herself like a devotee, but had a very non-devotional idea in mind. And Krishna gave her some form of Vatsalya Bhakti. Not in Vrindavan, but some form of Vatsalya Bhakti. So, why? Because she was just dressed like a devotee. So, this is an example that uh, his his generosity. Now, the fact that he is not accessible to the extent that you might like, hmm? that's because, well, he has other things to do hmm? besides deal with us <laughs> in the world here. Hmm? He has other things to do. He has devotees who have completely captivated him. Hmm? And we certainly don't want to blame them because 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 of them there is him, as I explained. <laughs> Their love corresponds with him. So but the fact that he has given his Kripa Shakti to his devotees hmm? and they're circulating the world, he's multiplied himself in that way. Now you're point is that he didn't multiply enough of them. Hmm? Hmm? Uh, well, uh, I will comment on that, but he's also come as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? This is very magnanimous. Hmm? He brought many, many associates with him. Hmm? All of them. Hmm? How many more can he bring? He brought the whole Vrindavan. <laughs> to Navadip on earth hmm? and churned the tidal wave of bhakti and gradually it's, it, 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 it's going. So he does this from time to time. But, uh, as I said before, hmm, you, you want that there will be more devotees that more people will be liberated. How many do you want to liberate? How many? How many do you want to liberate? Hmm? How many are there to liberate? How many jivas are there to, to be liberated? Hmm? Unlimited. Hmm? They have no limit. Infinite number. So, where, where are you going to? How are you going to liberate them all? Hmm? So we're thinking in a kind of a finite way. We have to think in a different way. We're thinking in a finite way. Hmm? And also, you say, "Well, manushanam sahasra eshu Yes, but this uh, 
it also says very few people are interested in perfection. Hmm? So the other side of it is, well, Krishna is supplying according to the interest. Hmm? There's, uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthitakura seemed to think he could give out more, but there wasn't enough interest. Therefore, he only published a daily magazine, Nadia Prakash. He said, we could do one every, every, every minute, but there's not enough customers. So... Hmm. the nature of this beast is first you have to create the customers and and that's also being done not by siddhas hmm. Hmm. even sadhakas can create some sukriti hmm. and so to say there's not enough in they're not being you know extending it far enough or wide enough and so forth um, I don't find it to be a good argument <laughs> For Krishna not being merciful enough, if he if he was as merciful as he would like, then he would liberate everybody, hmm? the whole infinite number of them. But then Maya would complain. What the heck? Hmm? Where's the justice here? Hmm? You've not just gone merciful. There's no justice. You have to be just and merciful. Both. You can't ignore me. Hmm? They've taken, they owe. Hmm? That's a fact. You, 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 I might as well, you know, you asked the other day, how come Krishna doesn't have the same relationship with Maya Shakti as he does with Sarup Shakti? It's, well, she's different in nature. Hmm? She has a different relationship. Now, you want to do away with the relationship. You want to stop the relationship. Yesterday, you're complaining she doesn't have enough relationship. And now, you want to do away with it. Do away with it. You want to liberate all infinite number of souls and, and, and then there's no justice. So mercy is, must be there, to, but it means to override justice. But it's not the norm. Hmm? If it were the norm, it would be not, not be the exception that mercy is. One of the reasons it's mercy because it doesn't happen often, it's rare and, uh, and so forth. So again, you have to go back to this point and upon the point I made the other day. You want to blame Krishna. I mean, you're just speaking that way. But there's no one to blame. There's only Krishna. You want to look at it from, from the from the babe perspective. Look at it from the abhid perspective. There's no one to blame. There's only Krishna. Hmm? And Krishna means he has shaktis. Hmm? As soon as we start to blame, then we're in maya. <laughs> we think there's another, there's a separate. Hmm? And then we doubt that he's, that even he exists. How separate do you want to get? <laughs> so there's nothing, to, no one to blame. Krishna's doing what he does. Hmm? And what he's doing is dealing with his shaktis. He didn't make anything. The shaktis are co-eternal, ananadi, with him. Maya shakti is anadi, the jiva shakti is anadi, Krishna is anadi, beginningless. As I said the other day, it's not what he does that determines his character, what he makes, but what he does with which is which with with what is already there with himself. Hmm? And part of himself is his Maya Shakti. So what does he do? How does he relate with her? He's just, he's fair. Hmm? How does he relate with the Jeev Shakti? He shows mercy. Hmm? What else? Yes. One short comment. 
the idea that um, the idea that Maya Shakti would be mad about taking Jivas out. Um, I think it, doesn't it say somewhere in the Shastra that she actually doesn't like her service. She doesn't like her service, but she won't have any service. But she could have some other service. <laughs> <laughs> what service will you give her? She is who she is. She does what she does. This is the only service she can do. Hmm? She doesn't, not that she doesn't like it, she seems a little ashamed of, you know, I mean, it's, it's just a way, as a poetic way of saying that she cannot consort directly with Krishna because she's, matter is inert. Krishna's conscious. But this is her service. Hmm? So you want to take her service away. So it's kind of like her swarup in a way or something. Yeah, that's right. That's her nature. Okay. Hmm? You want to change your nature. So, no, you have to deal with things as they are. There is maya. There is matter. There is consciousness. We know it. Hmm? There's a force that binds them. It's called karma. Hmm? Hmm? The world has no beginning. It has begins, it ends, begins, it ends, and there's no beginning to those beginnings. Hmm? So, therefore, it's compared to the breathing of God. So, God has no beginning, his breathing has no beginning. The world cycles have no beginning. So the jivas have no being, beginning, maya shakti has no being, and what connects the two of them, the Jeev, that's karma. And there's no be- beginning either. But it can end. When? That's up to you. The opportunity is before you. So I don't know what you're waiting for. <laughs> Complaining Krishna's not merciful enough. <laughs> that's your excuse. So. Anything else? Yes, my poor. Guru Maharaj wspomniał o Śrīla Prabhupāda i w tym jego słynnym poemie, w którym zwraca się właśnie takie relacje przyjacielskiej do Kryszny. Guru Maharaj powiedział właśnie, że Prabhupāda jest w Sakyarasie i tak zastanawia mnie to, dlaczego właśnie jakby powiedział, że jest wiele argumentów przemawiających za tym, że Śrīla Prabhupāda jest właśnie w Sakyarasie. Tak zastanawia mnie, dlaczego wiele innych grup Gaudia nie zgadza się z tym, mimo taki właśnie opór z tym, żeby przyjąć jakby właśnie to, że Prabhupad mógł być właśnie w Sakyarasie i tak, czy mógł tak to skomentować. So I tried try in English. My question is because Gumaj, you mentioned that uh, uh, Prabhupad uh, is was in the Sakyaras, you, you said this mm. poet from Jalaguta and you said this uh, like another, another lots of uh, evidence about his Sakyarasa. Mm. So, I was wondering why, like, in the other like, Gaudiya groups, there is, like, big resi- resi- resistance to accept that Prabhupada could be in the Sakyarasa. Some people may um, resist that. Yeah, that's true. Do you want to know why? Yeah. And I'll tell you why. For good reason. They have good reason to resist that. Why? Because the mainstream of Gaudiya Vaishnavism is this um, Radhadasyam. Hmm? This is the mainstream. So everyone is affected by that. Hmm? I mean the Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Sakyarasa also has some presence in Gaudiya Sampradaya. We don't find about Salyarasa. We find Sakyarasa. Hmm? Because the, the bearers of this are Gaur and Nityananda. Hmm? And so... Uh, we find Nityananda Prabhu started the whole Sampradaya 
hmm? informally, and his men were initiating and giving sakiras. Hmm? And we find, a, and, and so the, the 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 when somebody, let's say, in another mission who's learned and and advanced and so forth, let's say they meet a disciple of Prabhupada. Hmm? And the disciple of Prabhupada is not very well educated in Gaudiya theory and not very advanced. Hmm? And so, let's say that devotee is associating with this advanced devotee and says that, and they don't have a clear idea of the Prayojan Tattva. Hmm? They haven't like thought about it and studied what's the Prayojan, what's the ideal. Hmm? So they have a vague idea about it. So let's say this other acharya says, so do you know what is the prayojan? Hmm? Tattva. And they say, what does prayojan mean? He goes, hmm, I see. Okay. Prabhupada didn't, they didn't have time to teach him in detail. He had a big campaign. He's going everywhere and writing books and all. And so, all right, so I can see, I can, I can be some help here. Hmm? I can help them understand. What is the prayojan tattva? So then he says, he says that, that uh, so you don't know what prayojan prayojan means the goal of life. Hmm? Hmm? So what is the prayojan tattva of Gaudiya Vaishnava? What is the highest ideal of attainment in Gaudiya Vaishnavism? Hmm? They say, what do you mean? Hmm? And he says, oh, okay. So what is the destination? What will be the result of your bhakti? Hmm? What is your ideal? And they say, go back to Godhead. He goes, okay, that's true. You've got to go back to Godhead. Anything else? Any other idea you have? Um, uh, be a servant of Krishna? Hmm? Yes, yes. Anything else? Hmm? And then they're coming up kind of blank. Hmm? But let's say, I'm just giving an example. These things have happened, right? So then he says, he kindly says, well, actually the idea is something like this. Hmm? Uh, they, let's say they say, go to Baikunta. Yeah, uh-huh, uh, no. Okay. So then he says, he begins to teach what is the prayojan. Vrindavan hmm? Bhakti. What Mahaprabhu came to give. What is Unutojula Rasa Bhakti Sriyam and so forth. Hmm? Hmm? And then he says, and this is what your guru Marsh is teaching, hmm? and and then he knows this is the main current. Hmm? He knows this is my sentiment. This is my guru's sentiment. This is his guru's sentiment. His guru's sentiment. Hmm? Hmm? There are some exceptions, but the norm hmm? it's saturated with 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 Madhurasa. Hmm? So many songs, so many commentaries, and so forth. Hmm? So. Naturally, he says, and this is Yogi Guru Maharaj's ideal, because he's a Gaudiya Vaishnava, he's a Rupanuga. Hmm? He follows Rupa outside in preaching, and he follows Rupa internally. So he naturally thinks like that. Now, he's teaching what is the goal, and about Prabhupada, he thinks like that, understandably. But while the student was lacking some information, he may be lacking information also. Hmm? You see, it's hard enough to know your own surup. What does what speak of Noah and anybody else's? Hmm? 
So you can make a, con- a reasonable conjecture. Prabhupada, of course he is in Manjari Bhav. Of course. This is the main theme of our lineage. So it's reasonable that he would make that. Then he tells his disciples, and they get all fired up about that. Hmm? Meanwhile, someone like me comes along <laughs> and says that, are you finished? Okay, because I've got something else to say here. And you're saying this everywhere about my Guru Maharaj. I know you want to please, you, you know, you think it's a praise, and I can appreciate that. But I happen to have some other information. Hmm? And on account of that information, I uh, have uh, oriented my sadhana in a particular way, and I have some insight. Hmm? And I also have um, some testimony from sadhus who knew Prabhupada very intimately, like Sridhar Maharaj, who lived with him for six years. Hmm? And so I have a lot of this information, and that acharya doesn't have this information. Hmm? And that's the kind of information that that we put together in a little book called Oh, My Friend, and it's a lot of information. Hmm? I'm telling you. If you if you go to Gaudiya Mouth or any well, any Gaudiya Mouth, let's say any branch, and then and then somebody says, What was is what is the you know swarup of your guru? They're gonna put like one little hint together, one other hint, and they're gonna say, Madurasa. The amount of evidence for Prabhupada's sentiment is overwhelming. Hmm? Overwhelming. I mean, he said it himself on numerous occasions. He wrote about it in his private life. And I mean, you read the book. We're going to publish it in Polish at some point. It's just an amazing amount of information. And also we find so many of the disciples influenced by Sakyarasa. Hmm? Hmm? So someone doesn't have all that information. They make a logical spiritual conjecture and then they want to promote of course naturally this highest ideal of Mahaprabhu and share that with the disciples and, and actually those disciples of Prabhupada start to become influenced by Manjari Bhav they start to get a sangskar for Manjari Bhav hmm? that's good for them hmm? they got that association by the transcendental system hmm? and so forth but if we had the opportunity to share that information with that acharya, then we think that he's a reasonable person. Right? And so, we think, oh, he would say, hmm, that's, I see, and Sri Ramar said that. Hmm. And there's that poem, oh, huh, I see. When I read the poem to promote Purim, she said, oh, Sakirasa. Hmm. So, that's why. And then what happens is this. Because so and so Gaudiya Math Gurumar says Prabhupada is in Saki is in Manjari Bhav. Then we bring some information to the contrary, and all of his disciples they want to go to war. Hmm? Gurumar said it has to be right. Hmm? Who cares about your information you've gathered? Hmm? Who are you? So you get some information, some shastra some theory. Hmm? Our guru is realized. He has spoken. That is the final word. Now think like this. This is very neophyte hmm? idea. Hmm? First of all, the realization should conform with the theoretical knowledge. Hmm? 
If I say to you, oh, um, my guru is in Madarasa, hmm? I should have some evidence to support it. If the evidence is that's the prominent uh, influence in our mission in Gaudiya Vaishnavism and his guru was in Madarasa, it's some general evidence. Hmm? But if I have very much specific evidence to the contrary, hmm? from the mouth of Prabhupada himself, then what? Hmm? So, while the disciples who want to go to war hmm, and say, you offend our guru, you know, who are you? Our guru is Nityasuddha Rasika, everything, and he said, Prabhupada is in Madurasa, and you come along and say, so, so you don't even understand anything, and you are, you know, and, and they're not reasonable, but we think their guru is reasonable. Hmm? Unfortunately, he may be gone. Hmm? And so, um, but we think your guru is realized and your guru is reasonable. Hmm? And he made a conjecture, which was quite reasonable and understandable, but there's considerable evidence to the contrary. And so, we look at it and then we go, he would make adjustment, this is our conviction, if he would see all that evidence. Hmm? And what do you want to do? Just, I mean, Prabhupada said it. So, so this is kind of why that kind of thing happens. There's some kind of fanaticism and people have this idea, whatever Guru Maharaj says, he's like in Goloka talking to Prabhupada and then he's saying it. It's just not like that. That's not how it works. Hmm? That's not how it works. Hmm? As I said, it's hard enough to know your own through, to know this one and that one, and you know that. So, a lot of times the disciples they need a picture of the guru that's like right out of the Bhagavatam. Narada Muni, he doesn't touch the ground. He's like a hummingbird. His feet never touch the ground. They need these. These are just ways of saying the guru is important. And so, sometimes we need him to be bigger, you know, than he is, and 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 and, and then we want to. That makes us feel better about ourselves, and we beat up other people over it, and so forth. And this is a, a problem of more recent times, unfortunately. And there's room also for different opinions, different perspectives. If you want to speak from realization, you can also. And he could this possibly for seeing from that angle. Hmm? There could be two disciples see the Guru from a different angle. But what is Swarup is maybe another thing. Hmm? Guru is like the president. In my country we have a president and then we have many states, right? So he was maybe a governor of a state and then he becomes the president. Let's say he was governor of California, so he's got a California you know, bias. He likes California. But now he's the president, so he has to put that aside and be the president and represent all the tastes. So Guru has to represent all the rasas. Guru is Krishna, Rasaraj. Hmm? Guru is one, Guru is Krishna in this sense. So he can represent all the rasas, in the gen- but he has his own rasa. He's Californian. <laughs> this is rasa. So he, he has his own rasa, but he may represent. And so he may teach, and then he may 
give siksha in a certain way to certain disciples. Now they may take one and place them. Prabhupada may say, Prabhupada, let us say Prabhupada is in Sakyarats, as he himself says. Hmm? And many of the disciples who come, they're also in Sakyarasa. Hmm? Some in Madhuri Rasa. So, hmm? how do you think that all these things happen? Prabhupada, disciple, disciple of Prabhupada becomes a follower of Pujapada Bhakti Bhadanta Narayan Maharaj or Bhakti Rakshakshida Dev Goswami. What do you think? How do you think this happens? Hmm? Is there anything? Is there anything? Is it just us doing this, and are we creating this, or is, is Bhakti making such arrangements? Hmm? And, and suddenly they, they, they now it's Prabhupada arranging. They want Maduras. This is their destiny hmm? because of association from the past and so forth. He make arrangement. Hmm? Prabhupada made the arrangement. What is his arrangement? To leave hmm? and leave some service. <laughs> for his, his god brothers his nephews in the case of for example Shidhar Maharaj and uh, Ryan Maharaj so they're going they're doing good preaching sharing it's a good thing so we should not turn it into something mundane and something to fight about does it help? you know Any any disciples of Narayan Marsh here? One, I think, two. Anyone else? Disciples said okay? Okay. <laughs> I had some talks with, with the Guru Marsh also, private talks. Hmm. About uh, not about Prabhupada, but about a little bit about Prabhupada, about Sakiras Madhuri Rasa. Hmm? He said, yes, it is true that Sakiras is there. He said, he said, and I know it. He said, Akinchan Krishnadas Babaji Marsh, he told me himself hmm? that he had attained this ideal. It is true, it is there. But I don't emphasize that. Hmm? Then, he was visiting America for the first time. No temple would let him in. No pope would open their door to him. Of Gaudiya temples. But we had a Gaudiya temple there, so we opened the door. So he came, we hosted him. We said, we had a small temple, bring three, four devotees. He came with 40 devotees. <laughs> so for three days we cooked and arranged everything, assisted them and so forth. So I was talking with him privately about this. They say, you're always emphasizing Manjuri Baba. I said, but Sakura is also prominent and it has a place in our Sampradaya. So he, we argued a little bit. And he said, he is right. It's true. I accept, yes. And he said, and Babaji Maharaj told me this. He had attained this. Next morning then, he went on the walk along the river. So I went along. And as we walked a little further, he stopped and it was beautiful along the river, the trees. He said, and one time, he said, Balaram, hmm? he had not killed any demon. Hmm? Cowherds, they were asking, we want to taste the tal fruits. Hmm? But one Denukasur is 
blocking us, one demon. Hmm? And so Balaram went with Krishna, and what did they do? Triparati Maharaj. Hmm? So he, <laughs> so he, he said, he wanted to say, let hear what you know about Sakyarasa. Hmm? Say something for all of us, like this. <laughs> He's very smart, very, 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 uh, he could understand the heart hmm? of uh, his disciples. Hmm? So, I said something. <laughs> so, so there's some topics like this, they come up, we're all in this together, this should be thought out reasonably, and hmm? and I might say the same thing, Prabhupada said things, hmm? I don't say, Prabhupada said that, he said it based on certain information that he had, I have personal experience, Prabhupada told me certain things based on information that he had, and I knew it wasn't true, so I brought him other information, and then he, he's a reasonable person. So I said, "Oh, okay, well, then. I didn't think the guru is saying this. It's coming from Goloka Vrindavan. I think it's not true. That must be my Maya. It really is true. And the evidence I've observed is because I've got imperfect senses. And you know, if Prabhupada had that kind of disciple, where are you going to go with that? Hmm? Hmm? You, you need to say, Guru Maharaj, you know everything. You're very kind. You're, you're, you're." Um, I'm living on your mercy. And I know you, you, you're asking me this because you, you've invested something in me or you're telling me this. So my in service to you, I'm going to tell you there's other information that contradicts what you're saying. Hmm? And I think it would be useful in the service of you to hear that and say, well, respectfully to it. And he thinks, I've got a good disciple here. You've got a, you've got a brain. Hmm? <laughs> Also, hmm? uh, they're accusing me of brainwashing, and I think it's true in some cases. These guys have no brain. I, I'm here, I am in America. It's like being on another planet. I'm asking them for some advice, and all they want to do is tell me what they think I want them to say. What I want them to say is what they think. Hmm? You understand? What do you think? Hmm? And we're thinking, what does he want us to say? Hmm? This is childish. And we were childish. And Prabhupada said, this is my shortcoming. I have no one to get counsel from. These kids don't know anything. They're Americans. They're trying to be Indians. And, and so, you know, I can't... So, uh, Prabhupada wrote that in a letter to Sridhar Maharaj. This is my only lacking. I have no one, no one to get any counsel from. Hmm? Prabhupada once said, the problem with my mission is that my grandchildren are coming, but my children are not coming. You understand? Now, you know, when I joined Prabhupada, I was like 22 years old. Hmm? It's a lot. You all, some of you in this room know that's a big difference between being 22 and being 50. Hmm? Right? That's like being a grandchild or a child. What you have to offer when you're 50. Hmm. It's different than what you have to offer when you're 22. Hmm. So this is a way of Prabhupada saying, this is my shortcoming. I'm trying to figure out what, what goes on over here, how these people think, hmm, so that I can preach, hmm. come up with a strategy which could change, is relativity to that, 
And they, so he gives a strategy. What do you think? And they think, okay, it just came from Goloka. This is the strategy. We only do it like this. But Prabhupada himself change it later on. See, they weren't able to do this. They couldn't, like, not, we couldn't go with it so well in the beginning. Yes, Prabhupada, yes. It was frustrating for him in some respects. And it was also satisfying him. They were obedient. They, you know, there's a good side of that, too. But that was, you know, what it was like. <laughs> so... I know that he would appreciate good advice. Once he told us, amongst you, one of you, if you has intelligence, he gives me good advice. Anyway. So, nice to sit with all of you and talk about these things in a sane way and hopefully insightful with scriptural backing and I hope you feel encouraged to pursue your ideal and bhakti. Bhakti Raksak Siddhadeva Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai. Isi Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada Ki Jai. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur Prabhupada Ki Jai. Shri Bhakti Vinod Parivar Ki Jai. Gaur Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai. Gaur Premanandi. Adibo.